welcome. Thank you for joining us here at ICGC Caris Temple Podcast. Pastor Prince Nyako is the head pastor of ICGC Caris Temple, serving under the leadership of Dr. Mentor Otabel. Pastor Prince is a dynamic preacher of God's unadulterated word, characterized with a strong prophetic insight and prayer ministry. He is a strong advocate for discipline and order in the body of Christ, with messages centered on fasting, holiness, prayer, and integrity. And now, to today's message. Wherever you are, just lift up your voice and thank God. Thank God for his grace. Thank God for his goodness tonight. Thank God for his mercies that has kept us. The Bible said it is by the Lord's mercies that we have not been consumed. He said his faithfulness is forevermore. I want to thank God for his mercies. Thank God for, for the grace to keep you alive. Just lift up your voice wherever you are. In the name of Jesus, we have come unto God and on just to receive from God and want to first thank God. The Bible said, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. In the name of Jesus, before you have to ask God for anything, you must know the things he has done for you. You must remember the things he has done and you must thank him for them. In the name of Jesus, and the Bible said, and into his courts with praise. We want to pray and just say, Father, we thank you. Wherever you are, you can lift up your right hand and say, Father, I'm grateful for your goodness. I'm grateful for the things you have done for me in the name of Jesus. Throughout the fast, throughout the waiting, Lord, we know that we are not going to wait to the end of the, of the fast before we see things happening. I know that even whilst we are praying, God has answered and some of us, we are seeing the goodness of God. We bless your name. Just appreciate God. For the things you are seeing him do and the things you are expecting him to do. Lift up your voice wherever you are. If, if, if you have joined us online, give God the praise tonight. If you have joined us online, just we are thanking God. We are spending some short time to thank God before the word of God comes unto us. In the name of Jesus, we appreciate you, Lord, for all you have done. We appreciate you for your kindness. Thank God for his kindness. Thank God for his goodness. Thank God for his favor. Thank God for his provision. Thank God for his protection. Thank God for his promotion. Thank God for the things he has done for you and your family. In the name of Jesus, the Lord deserves our praise. In the name of Jesus, the Lord deserves our worship. The Lord deserves our, our thanksgiving. In the name of Jesus, Father, we appreciate you. We give you all the glory. We give you all the glory. For we will sacrifice the we will give on, unto you the fruit of our lips, Lord. The fruit of our lips. The fruit of our lips. Lord, we say thank you. We remember the good things you have done for us. The songwriter said, count your blessings. And he said, name them one by one. And it will surprise you what the Lord has done. Tonight is a night of thanksgiving. And you want to just say, Father, I thank you. I thank you for my family. I thank you for my spouse. I thank you for my marriage. I thank you for my children. We give you praise in the name of Jesus. Father, we bless you. For we know that the entrance of your word giveth light and it giveth understanding to the simple. We thank you, Lord, that as your word is coming, you will cause understanding to come unto us. 
by wisdom a house is built and by understanding it is established. We know that our faith and our blessings, Lord, in this season will be established. We give you all the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Clap your hands and give God some praise. And please take your seat in the name of Jesus. Oh, please clap your hands and appreciate God. Hallelujah. I want to thank God and I want to thank our pastor for this opportunity. And this evening we are going to, to look into the word of God. Hallelujah. We are going to hear the word of God. I'm going to spend some time to teach. So if you have your notes, if you have your pens, you can put down. We'll, we'll spend more time to, to look into the word of God, then we will pray. Hallelujah. But it's going to be a lot of the teachings of his word. Because whilst the teachings of his word goes on, like, like Paul, whilst he was, he, was, he was preaching and teaching, the Bible said that the spirit of the Lord fell on the people. So as the word of God is being preached, there is administration of the spirit of God in the lives of God's people. And I trust God that as, as I, I, I speak and I preach his word, the Bible says that the words that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. Hallelujah. So the spirit of life will come out of his word as I preach in the name of Jesus. This evening we are going to look at the theme, the weapon of thanksgiving. Say the weapon of thanksgiving. Or say the weapon of thanksgiving. And we are going to look at certain highlights in the message. Certain highlights in the message. And the first one is that we are going to look at what is thanksgiving. So please, you can feel free to to write or type, okay? We'll spend some time to, to go through the word, then we'll pray. We are going to look at what is thanksgiving. And the next one is how we express our thanks. So by the end of the message, we are going to see and understand these things. Number three, we are going to look at rewards of thanksgiving. You are going to look at the benefits that comes to a man who walks in a life or who lives a life of thanksgiving and praise. And the fourth one is examples of the rewards. I'm going to give certain examples of the rewards. Second, Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse number 3 to 5. Second Corinthians 10, 3 to 5. The Bible says, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. So, so though we are flesh, okay, please take note. Though we are flesh, though we are humans, we do not war our fight and our battle. Which means that there is, God has factored in this text that there is a battle. But the battle is not between men. And he says that for the weapons, note this, it's not weapon, but weapons of our warfare. Every warfare requires and demands a certain kind of weapon. He says that for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Every believer is involved in a certain warfare, a certain battle, one way or the other. The Bible says that for though we are of the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. So he has factored in that there is a warfare going on that must be known by everyone. If you are a believer, you must 
know that there is a warfare going on. The Bible says that for since the time of John the Baptist, the kingdom of God has suffered violence and the violence, they take it by force. There is contentions happening and one of the things we must know is that we are not now going to secure or fight for our victory. We are not now going to fight for our healing. We are not now going to fight for our breakthrough or, or, or our, our prosperity. But we are fighting from the standpoint of a victory or from a victor. The work of Christ has given us the victory in every warfare. So when we engage in any battle, we are now not going to seek for the victory, but we are just going to enforce the victory that has come unto us. That's why the Bible said, by his stripes we are healed. So when you are praying, you know that the healing has been paid for. It has been procured. So when you are praying, we are just going to enforce that healing in our lives. So that is the kind of, 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 of fight and the battle we must have in mind. But you see, in view of, of that, God in his wisdom made available weapons. He knew that we have entered into a place of battle. But he has made available weapons. He did not say that for the weapon of our warfare, but the weapons of our warfare. Which means that as he says that for I'll give you the keys on, of, of, of who? Of, of the man David. So there are keys that must be used in the kingdom. In the same vein, there are weapons that are needed for warfare. And this evening we are going to look at one of the weapons of warfare, which is thanksgiving. Say thanksgiving. What is thanksgiving? You know, as I said, it's, it's just going to be a night of teaching that we'll pray. What is thanksgiving? It is the expression of gratitude to an act of kindness. It is your response to a, or your, your expression to an act of kindness. When somebody does something good to you or for you, your response to that act of, of, of kindness is called thanksgiving. To thank God means to express appreciation to his works and his deeds in your life. Thanksgiving is expressed based on the deeds of God in your life or in our life. What God has done and what he has made available. So when somebody gives or, or just um, and says that, okay, this is a cash gift unto you. Your response to that act of kindness is thanksgiving. So our response to the goodness of God is thanksgiving. Our goodness to the message of God is thanksgiving. For the many things that God does for us, when we are to respond to it, it's called thanksgiving. We praise and we thank God for the things he has done. God keeps doing things for us, in us, and with us. The Bible says that a man shall receive nothing except it is given to him from above. Which presupposes that whatever a man 
can have in life is as a result of the kindness or the kind heart of God. God's heart is so kind that his hands extend his, that heart of, of kindness and brings us what we want. The Bible says that he daily loads us with his blessings. So day in and day out, God keeps doing us good. Which means that day in and day out, we must offer unto him our appreciation of his goodness. The Bible says that for his mercies are new every morning and great is his faithfulness. When you have in mind that what God does for you is daily, you will know that his thanks must be daily. There shouldn't be a day of thanksgiving, a day that is set aside to thank God. We must know that giving thanks unto God must be as a result of his kindness. Psalm 103 verse 2. Psalm 103 verse 2. It says that, bless the Lord. This is an instruction to the soul. Sometimes you can forget that God is good. Especially when, when things around us are not going well. Let me tell us something. Nothing has happened. Nothing is happening. And nothing will ever happen that will change God from being good. The Bible says that he is the good shepherd. God is good. It is a constant factor. So he says that, bless the Lord, O my soul. And all that is within me, bless his holy name. He says, bless the Lord, O my soul. And forget not all his benefits. Say all his benefits. Oh, say all his benefits. God has blessed us with so many benefits. And the Bible is saying that forget not all his benefits. Let's look at what he meant by the benefits of God. And you will see that we have all, we have all found ourselves in the place of David. We have been, been so blessed by the things that the same man had. Verse 3. Verse 3. The first benefit, who forgiveth all thine iniquities. Not some. <laughs> not some. Not one, not two. All, say all. If God is to, you see, and the man said that God has not dealt with us according to our iniquities. If God should deal with us according to our kindness and our goodness and our righteousness, none of us will be alive. We have benefited from the mercies of God. And that alone must attract a level of praise and kindness. So he says that who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thine diseases. Verse 4. Who redeemed thy life from destruction. Preservation we have, we have enjoyed the grace of preservation. God has caused us to escape many distractions. Somebody told me that he, he had to die. Why? Because of the kind of car, car impact he was going to have. He said that this one, it was, it was true that God came through for him. And I know that many of us, of, of us have that 
same story and testimony. There are some things that have happened in our life. We, we will say that if it hadn't been the Lord on our side, you see, sometimes we must look back to the things, not, all, you see, not only to the things we are praying for, but the things we didn't even ask for that, went, went, that God still did. Some things that your life has escaped. You should say that if it hadn't been God who held the car, who held the tire, if it hadn't been God who sustained us on our sickbed, where would we have been? Who crowned thee with loving kindness and tender mercies? Verse 5. He said that who satisfied thy mouth with good things, not bad things, with good things. Everybody can, can say that God has been good one way or the other. You see, when you see that God has done something for you, and you get into another state, and it's like you are praying for this particular thing, and it has kept long from being done, you shouldn't change your confession. Because one, one act of kindness from a man makes the man kind. One act of goodness from a man makes the man good. God, if God has done one thing, one good thing in our life, he is a good God. And he says that he, he satisfies, he fills us with good things. And you see, I will, I will surely come back to this verse. And he says that, so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Thanksgiving is, is the act of remembering the benefits of God. How good God has been. And expressing gratitude to Him. The book of Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 12. Men can be forgetful. <laughs> Sometimes you even have to remind somebody that what the person is enjoying is as a result of what you did for him. You can do something for somebody and you would expect the person to thank you and the person will even forget that it was because of you or, or, or somebody else that God opened the door. We are forgetful. He says that, then beware lest thou forget the Lord which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt. When you are facing any difficulty, don't forget the God that gave you certain victories in certain areas of your life. You cannot say that God has, has not been good. From the beginning of the year till now, we have heard of diverse issues and diverse distractions that have come the way of the young and the old, the strong and the weak, the rich and the poor. He said that be careful. We must be careful so that we don't enter into a state where we forget when things are hard that God is good. If you forget the goodness of God, you can't appreciate the goodness of God. Psalm 116, verse number 12. How can I repay the Lord for all his goodness? This is what the man David asked. If God is to say everything that he has done for us is, is on sale, we can't pay him. I mean, sometimes we can go into a shop and we see the price tag and we get go back. Bag. We see the price tag on the bag and we go back. How much more if, if, if God, God says, okay, there is a price tag on air or on breathing. <laughs> there is a price tag on walking well. <laughs> there is a price 
tag on eating safely. <laughs> he says that, what shall I render? When we thank God, it is a response to, okay, to him. And it is a way to tell him that we can't pay him. We can't pay God. So when we don't thank God, we are telling him that we can pay him in certain areas. We can find some way, something to pay him. The only way we can pay God or to express our gratitude is by saying thank you. Thanking and praising God is the way you communicate your gratitude to the, the things that God has done and the acts of God in our lives. Psalm 150 verse 6. It says that let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise and thanksgiving is not an option to be considered. It is a command to be obeyed. Those who fail to thank God, they fail to prove that they are alive. They fail to prove that God has given them life. He says that let everything that has breath praise the Lord. As you wake up, as we wake up in the morning, we must know that no, God has been gracious to us. Don't look far to find things that God has done. Waking up in the morning, see, when you go to bed, the, the, the fact that you can't tell when we sleep and when we wake up means that somebody caused us to sleep and somebody caused us to wake up. The Bible said that he giveth his beloved sleep and the same man said that, for I slept and I woke, for the Lord sustained. So there is a force that puts us to bed and a force that wakes us up. And for that matter, we must thank God. God demands our praise. He doesn't just deserve it. You can put it down. You see, when we come here, we say, oh, let's sing unto God for he for he um, deserves our praise. He um, deserves our thanksgiving. He doesn't just deserve it. He demands it. God demands it. Thanksgiving differentiates the living from the dead. Differentiates the living from the dead. A lot of, of us, we have the name as though we are alive, but we are dead because living things thank God. Living things praise God. Psalm 115 Verse number 17 to verse number 18. You see, it, it's a teaching service, so just, just be ready for a lot of the scriptures. You can't teach the word of God without quoting. All right, so let's, let's just be open. Psalm 115 from verse number 17 to verse number 18, a very interesting scripture. It says that the dead praise not the Lord. If you are failing to praise God, <laughs> your life is, is so questionable. Praise is not found on the lips of the dead. So God does not go to the cemetery and demand praise. He doesn't go there and say, sing unto me a new song. No, 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 no. He won't get it. Let's not wait till, he, till, till we are no more until we, we, we know how to sing. We must learn to thank God. We must learn to appreciate God. We must learn to know that God does not only deserve it, He demands it. Tonight, I want us to know that God is demanding our praise. Verse number 18 says that, but as for us, he said, but we will bless the Lord from this time forth and forever. Praise the Lord. May God cause us to praise him forever. May God give us the heart of gratitude in the name of Jesus. 
How do we express our thanksgiving? One thing I want us to know is that thanksgiving makes you or puts you in the place to receive another kindness. When somebody does you good and you thank the person, you have positioned yourself to receive another kindness. So to have the kindness of God repeatedly done in your life, we must enter into praise and thanksgiving. Thanking him for what he has done. Thanking him for what he has done. Thanking him for his goodness. Thanking him for his mercies. The mercy of God does not just cause our sins to be forgiven. It causes us to also escape like a bird out of the snare of the fowler. It's the mercy of God. The mercy of God, when it comes upon a man, a man can escape things that others don't escape. So it's the mercy of God. So when, when we say that, oh, the mercy of God, don't just see I mean, yourself as one who, who is a sinner or who is, I mean, sinning. Because the Bible says that it's by the message of God we have not been consumed. So it is, it is one of the things that will cause the hand of God to snatch us from the jaws of the enemy. The message of God. Give the Lord a mighty clap of him. How do we express our thanksgiving? How do we express our thanksgiving? Or forms of thanksgiving. We must know the forms that thanksgiving or praise. Until, until thanksgiving is expressed, it remains ingratitude. You cannot say you are grateful to somebody by not doing something. There are ways to express your gratitude. There are ways to express how grateful you are for the kindness that has been shown unto you. Let's look at three major forms of thanksgiving. The first one is by singing. <laughs> Someone say, oh, I don't have a good voice. No, no, it's not, it's not, it's, that is not an issue. Singing goes beyond, beyond, I mean, having a good voice or a bad voice. Let's look at Psalm 104, verse number 33. By singing. The first way to express our thanksgiving is by singing. The Bible says that I will sing unto the Lord as long as I live. How long should we sing? Oh, how long should we sing? As long as we live. Not, not as long as things, things go well. <laughs> not as long as the, the, there's meat in the bank account. <laughs> not as long as we have good health. As long as I live, it is a good thing to thank God in the good season, in the bad season. The Bible said, I will sing praise to my God while I have my being. We must learn to sing of God's goodness. We must learn to express our praise to God by singing. And God says that, sing unto the Lord a new song. We have been singing songs that men have, have had, had okay, a certain levels of experiences with God. So they write down. You see, all, all, uh, all those hymns, they were birthed out of experiences, personal experiences. 
So what has God done for you that you can pin down and even sing about? We can sing of his goodness. We can sing of his kindness. We can sing of the time that you thought that all hope was lost and a call came and your account was credited. And somewhere, somehow, you know, something happened this, this morning. I will sing of his goodness. I wasn't expecting some good news, even though I was expecting. You see, sometimes you, you, you can be praying for something and, and when, when God just, just finds a way to come through for you and it's like, oh, has he really done it? It's like, in the midst of, your, of you praying, you are not really expecting it, but you know that it will still happen. So when I got a call that certain uh, payment was made, then I just hung up the call and I'm like, even though I was trusting God for it, I was shocked. <laughs> May you not be shocked when God comes through for you. I said, may you not be shocked when God comes through for you. So learn to sing of his kindness. You may not have a good voice, but it doesn't stop you from singing. Maybe the church can, can um, stop you from singing. But you can't, you can't be stopped from singing unto God. Because even the birds can sing. They appreciate God for the life they have. We must learn to sing of the favor of God. We must learn to sing of the protection of God. We were here when, when uh, um, we just heard of the testimony of that escape of our brother and, and our sister. And pastor shared it and it, that alone is a song. The escape from death is a song. We must learn to sing unto God. When we come to church and they lift up songs of thanksgiving and songs of praise, let's join in. Maybe because in the whole week, that will be our only time we can engage ourselves in singing unto God. We should learn to sing of his protection and his, his advancement and the blessings that he has given unto us. We should learn to sing. Let's learn to praise God with a song. Let's look at the book of Ezra, chapter 3, verse 11. Ezra 3, verse 11. It's a very interesting um, scripture. Ezra 3 verse 11. It says that with praise and thanksgiving. I think, please find my, my version. Uh-huh. I would always write my scripture too. With praise and thanksgiving, they sang to the Lord. So you can't say you are praising God without singing unto God. Singing unto God is it's a form or it's one of the ways we can express our gratitude. And it says that he is good. If God has done good things unto us, we must learn to sing unto him. His love to the people of Israel endures forever. And all the people gave a great shout of praise to the Lord because the foundation of the house of the Lord was laid. When you see God do something little in your life. It requires singing. You don't need to see the roof of the building. As far as the foundation is laid, you must know that he that has begun a good work, he's faithful to complete it. Give the Lord a mighty clap of hands. You see, sometimes we are just waiting, oh, fine, this is the foundation. I mean, this is just the beginning of the testimony. 
But you see, at the end, I'll, I'll show you, I'll show you something. The power of thanksgiving. When they saw that the foundation was laid, they knew that, oh, we serve a faithful God. The strength he had to lay the foundation was as a result of the roof he had completed. God, this is the wisdom of God. He completes the roof. Then starts the foundation for us to see and, and to see if we have faith. We might see that the breakthrough has started. It's like we just had the call to come for an interview. Somebody has not been invited for an interview. And that alone is a foundation. <laughs> when you see the foundation, you must learn to praise God. And, and praise God in a song. Whatever key it is. You see, there, there, are, you see, there are 12 keys everyone must sing. But some people can sing in about 20 keys. <laughs> have, you, have you been in a meeting where they raise a song and it's like, the person by you is singing as if there's another group around the person singing another song. <laughs> it's like, ah, what is this, this, this my friend singing? Yeah, allow the person. Because what God sees is the heart of gratitude. The Bible said, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. The person's heart is so filled that he or she is going beyond the gift he or she doesn't have. Yeah. Hallelujah. Number two, because of time, number two. The second way we can express our thanksgiving and, and our praise is by dancing. Say dancing. Say dancing. I think some of us, most of, 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 of us are not used to dancing in the presence of God. We are not used to shaking our bodies with, with um, as, as a result or as a response to the goodness of God, we must learn to dance. Turn to your neighbor and say, learn to dance in God's presence. Thanksgiving can be expressed by a dance. Look at the book of Jeremiah, chapter 31, verse number 3. <laughs> the book of Jeremiah, chapter 31, verse number 3. It says that, then the virgin... Okay, you, I'll read it there. So, please search for it, because I know this is the scripture. I, I think I missed it. It says that, then the virgin would rejoice in the dance. So, as I, please, you can take it off and just look for it. It says that, then the virgin would rejoice in the dance, and the young men and the old together. For I will turn their mourning into joy. And will comfort them and give joy for their sorrow. He says that then the virgin, then the young women will rejoice in the dance. Okay, 31 verse 13. Thank you. Thank you very much. Then shall the virgin rejoice in the dance, both young men and old together. <laughs> so, dancing and rejoicing is not meant for only young people. It's for those who want to praise God. For the goodness he has shown them. For the blessings that he has allowed into their lives. Dancing. So you say, oh, I mean this one, this dance, this kind of dance is for the young one. No, 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 no. Or this, this one is too, you know, it's too old in this. It's for the old men. No, 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 no. You should combine it based on the state of your heart. As appreciating God for showing you kindness 
in the midst of COVID-19. Coming Sunday, we are going to praise God. We are going to thank God and sing unto God in the days of Jehoshaphat. God will be looking out like Jesus when he healed the ten lepers. Then he said that, where are the other nine? See, when God does something for you, look at us. When we give somebody something, we give somebody a gift. Somewhere, somehow, we will say we are not really expecting the person to, to come and thank us. But when you see the person after two days, you say, this guy is very ungrateful. And he just passed. <laughs> this guy, in fact, I will not do him good again. <laughs> you see, and God has made us in his image and in his likeness. So if even us, we expect people to thank us after something little, maybe five cities, <laughs> 15 cities. <laughs> and the worst of it all is when you give the person big money. In the, in the time when the person needed it most, and the person, and one week later, you haven't heard okay, uh, from the person. Then like one month, you say, oh, thank you for the other day. You say, oh, don't bother. Don't bother means don't attempt to come back. Don't bother. May we not cause God to ask of his praise and we will not give unto him. Some people come to church after praise and worship. They come to church after praise and worship. See, no matter the reason, let me submit unto you the wisdom of God. Some people come to church after praise and worship for certain reasons, okay? But no matter the reason, let me submit unto us the wisdom of God. God's part of a session or of a service is the praise and worship because that is what he receives. Our part of a service is the word time. Because that is where we receive. The portion of God in every service is the praise and worship time. So when you miss the time to praise and dance and sing unto God, you have missed the, the visitation of God. And it is an act of selfishness to only attend, attend a, um, a church service when the word is being preached. There are some people, they only come in when the word is being preached. And that portion is for us. But we are always running away from the portion that belongs to God. The Bible says that he inhabits in the praises of his people. So when we invite God by praise and singing, then he can attend to our plea and our cry. When you have not welcomed God by your singing and by your dancing, when you cry, Sometimes he will not hear. Let me show you one way to attract God's attention to our, to our prayers. When we envelope our request in thanksgiving, God will be attracted to the envelope and in the content or, or in the envelope is our request. He says that he inhabits. He is attracted before he pays attention. Don't rush to ask God. He says that enter into his gate. Before you enter the courts of the king to present your, your case, you must enter with praise and thanksgiving. Why? Because you get his attention. You attract him by praise and singing. Then in the content, 
is your request. There's always a difference between those who envelop their needs with praise and thanksgiving. I pray in the name of Jesus that God will show us how to praise him and thank him in the name of Jesus. Let's look at the third way we can praise and thank him or we can express our thanksgiving by offering or by a sacrifice. When you praise God and you sing unto him, you raise an altar. On Sunday, we are coming here to sing and to praise. Some of us might, might have picked some white, uh, white, okay, uh, white envelopes and some might not have any of such. Thanksgiving is complete when we praise him with a seed, an offering, and a sacrifice. Because when we dance and, and we sing unto him, we have raised an altar. And wherever there's an, there is an altar, there must be a sacrifice. Psalm number 54, verse 6. With a free will offering, I will sacrifice to you. I will give thanks to your name, O Lord, for it is good. It is good to give God an offering as a form of praise and thanksgiving. It's a good thing. Which means that if you don't do it, it's a bad thing. It's a bad thing to just sing and to dance when, you see, you, you shouldn't, you can't, but we shouldn't enter into his presence without a gift. We can't approach a king. No, nobody can approach a king without a gift. That, okay, that's it's, it's why they, they sent um, um, gold and, and frankincense and myrrh. It is the custom. You must approach the king with a gift, with an offering. So you, we, we go with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. We meet the king and we offer our thanksgiving. Then his heart will be open. The Bible says that the gift of a man makes room for him. <laughs> it's not just what he can do, but the offering you can give can make room for you. We enter into his gate with what? Thanksgiving. Into his courts with what? With praise. Then we submit our offering. Then we have his attention. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Now, we look at the rewards. So, we have done what is thanksgiving. We have looked at how to express our thanksgiving. The third one is rewards of thanksgiving. Rewards of thanksgiving. So, as, as I'm preaching, okay, let your mind go back to all, to all the things that God has done for us. And whilst you are thanking God, know that you are making room. You are making room for God to show you his salvation. He says that, that, that we, we thank him so that he, he that thanks God makes room for him to show him his salvation. There's a verse in Psalm. I'm sure they will look for it. I'll, I'm sure I'll, I'll just get it in. So let's look at rewards of thanksgiving. Rewards of thanksgiving. What are the benefits of thanksgiving? What, can, what will, will, will we receive when we thank God? Number one, you receive a blessing and it is preserved. We receive a blessing and the blessing is preserved. You don't get a blessing and it is 
uh, taken away. When you thank God, you receive a blessing and that blessing is preserved. In the book of the book of um, um, let's see. Um, let's look at let's look at um, Uh, Jeremiah chapter 13, verse number 6. Yeah. Jeremiah 13, number 6. It says that, And it came to pass after many days that the Lord said unto me, Arise, go to, go to Ephraim and take the ghetto from thence, which I commanded thee to hide there. No. Let's look at the book of... of um, um, Malachi chapter 2 from verse 1 to verse 2. Yeah, Malachi 2. And now, all ye priests, this commandment is for you. For us, we have been made kings and priests. So this is for us. Verse 2. If you would, if you would not hear and if you would not lay it to heart to give glory unto my name, so when we praise God, we give glory unto his name. And when we thank him, we give glory unto his name. So he's saying that if you will not hear and if you will not, not lay it to your heart or pay attention to it, to give glory unto his name, saith the Lord of hosts, I will even send a curse upon you. Which means that when a man gives praise and glory to the, to the Lord, he escapes the the curses he's working in. He receives a blessing and the blessing is preserved. And he said that, and I will curse your blessings. The way to escape any curse on the blessings of God upon a man is when the man can praise him. What does it mean for your blessing to be cursed? It's when it is taken away. It's like you have just had a job. Then something happens and you have lost the job. You just found, okay, found a husband or had a child. And something happens and you lose the child. These are curses on blessings. And for our information, there are some people who have curses on their blessings. It's like something has just come and they can't keep it. Something good they have been praying for has come, but they can't keep it. But when you thank God, you receive a blessing and your blessing is preserved. There is no curse that is placed on your blessing. You can see your blessing and enjoy it to the fullest. I pray in the name of Jesus that God will cause us to see our blessing and we will enjoy it to the fullest. That which we have been praying for, our eyes will see it and it will not be snatched out from our hands. You will not see the blessing coming and your foot will not get there. It is called a cursed blessing. I never knew that a blessing could be cursed. He said that I will place a curse on your blessings. Yeah, I have cursed them already because ye do not lay it to heart. What, what to heart? To praise me. He said that if you, you do not, not give, um, pay attention to, to this, and this is what I'm asking, that you will give the glory to my name. It is to thank me and to praise him. And those who walk in that, they don't have their blessing cursed. 
they see what they have asked for and they handle what they have asked for and they enjoy what they have asked for. I pray in the name of Jesus that on Sunday, God will cause us to see our blessing, handle our blessing and enjoy our blessing in the name of Jesus. A preserved, a preserved blessing is when your eyes have seen the beginning of an open door and the door remains open until you enter. That is a preserved blessing. The seed has been kept for you in that place of power. Until you sit on it. The Bible said that, and they said, we are going to anoint the man David and the prophet. I'm going to anoint him. But until he comes, none of you is going to sit down. That is called a pre- See, he didn't rush to call somebody else to be anointed, even though he was about, because the blessing was preserved for David. May our blessings be preserved for us. I said, may our blessings be preserved for us. David, no matter how long he took, that seat was for him. It was preserved. Nobody could sit on the throne. And, and he had to be anointed. He said that nobody is sitting down. Nobody is getting promoted until you are promoted in that office. It's called a preserved blessing. A place that has been kept for us, for those who can praise and thank God. Hallelujah. Number two. What do we see when we praise and we thank God? Number two. Our blessing is perfected. So the first one is what? A preserved what? Blessing. And number two is what? A perfected blessing. Luke chapter 17 from verse number 11 to verse number 19. About the ten lepers. Jesus healed them, 10 people. And you see, okay, there's a portion, let's look at verse number 14. And when he saw them, he said unto them, go show yourselves unto the priest. And it came, and it came to pass that as they went, they were made whole or they were cleansed. Which means that when he prayed for them, they were not healed. There was nothing shown. And there is something about this, this beast called leprosy. It doesn't just affect your skin. It eats your, your hands and your feet. You can't do anything with your hands and you can't move as well. Which means that the curse of leprosy comes to impede a man from advancing in his business and in life. It shows on your skin. It has a way to disturb your skin. So the Bible said that, and Jesus prayed for them, but in his sight, they were not healed. Watch this. So he said that, go and show yourself. Go and share your testimony to the priest. Go and show yourself to the priest. And the Bible said in verse 15 that, as they went, so, and, and one of them, when he saw, you must always expect what, what, you, what you have been praying for. He said, one of them. It's like, <laughs> as for the nine days, oh, we have finished praying. <laughs> let's go, let, let's, in fact, let's just go and see the, the priest as, as the man of God said. <laughs> but one of them was expecting it and he identified that, no, that he was healed. Turned back and with a loud voice, he glorified God again. 
he praised God. Verse number 16. Verse number 16. And fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And, and he was a Samaritan. This one is very important. He was not part of those that were to receive the blessing. So there was an emphasis. Sometimes you get a lot of gratitude from those you don't expect. Something small you do to some people. And the big things you do for some people that you expect them to thank you, then they will not thank you. But the little thing, you say, ah, oh, but that was being small. And it has a way of informing you that this person has a grateful heart. It didn't matter how big the gift was. What, what was important was that at that point, you blessed him or her. So he was saying that even the Samaritan among the ten, that was not part of the line of, of the blessing. He came back to say thank you. Then verse 17, he said that, and Jesus answering said, were there not ten that were cleansed, but where are the nine? He knows God, see, God knows all those he has saved from, from, from any form of, of hurt, from any form of pain. And God knows those who, all those he has healed. How many of those who he has healed has come back to say thank you? On Sunday, come with your heart of gratitude. Your heart of gratitude. Verse number 18. They are, they are not found that return to give glory to God. May we come on Sunday giving praise to him for all the things he has done for us, for preserving us in the midst of COVID. Some of us even don't know that, that even the cases have even gone up than first. We, in fact, we are just going through the days. <laughs> we don't know. But some way, somehow, the message of God keeps us going. And it says that, save this stranger. Verse 19, and he said unto him, arise, go thy way. Thy faith hath made thee whole. He has healed all the nine. Only one was healed. When you thank God, you enter into a perfect blessing. A complete blessing. A blessing that when you come and share the testimony, you, in fact, you, you not go back and say, oh, they have taken the blessing from me. The blessing will be complete. The blessing will be complete. God would not complete what you don't appreciate. The man came to appreciate what, what God healed. Then God completed it. We must all experience a completed blessing. But God would not complete that which we do not appreciate. James 1 verse number 17. Every good and perfect gift comes from God. So there are two kinds of gifts, all right? There are two kinds of gifts. Good gifts and perfect gifts. God has given everyone a good gift. The Bible said that a man shall receive nothing except it's given from above. So what, whatever God gives unto us, life, good health, a blessing, a job, uh, what again, a marriage, all those things are good gifts. But it is only those who can praise him and sing and dance before him and appreciate him in thanksgiving that will see 
a perfect gift. The Bible says that, and God will perfect that which concerns us. This is a promise that is only for those who can thank and praise Him. I pray that we will be, we will be part of those who will receive a perfect gift. I said we will, we will be part of those who, who will receive a perfect gift. Hallelujah. And the last one, thanksgiving multiplies our blessing. So the first one is what? We receive the blessing. Two, we have a perfect blessing. Then, number three, we have a multiplied blessing. So the first one, when we thank God, we but receive a blessing and it is preserved. Alright? Number two, we have a perfected blessing. A, a, a complete a complete testimony. Not half. He said, oh, uh, the man promised me that he'll call me tomorrow. I should come for the job. No, 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 no. We are come to share a testimony that we have received the job. Yeah, that is a complete, a complete testimony. And the last one, then we pray. The last one, then we pray. Is thanksgiving or, or praises multiplies our blessings. Thanksgiving or praises, it multiplies our blessings. John, John chapter 6, verse number 11. It speaks of the five loaves of bread and the two fishes. The five loaves of bread and the two fishes. When we thank God, you see, it says that, and Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed to the disciples, and the disciples to them that were set down, and likewise of the fishes, as much as they would. In their hands were five and two fishes, but in the hands of the master, after thanking God, after thanking the master. Multiplication came unto them. Whatever we have as a blessing now is awaiting the injection of thanksgiving and praise. We must inject the blessing we have with thanksgiving and praise. Then it will multiply. There is an increase upon every blessing that has the backing of praise and thanksgiving. The Bible said in the book of Acts 2 verse number 47, it says that praising God and having favor with all the people. When a man is working in praise and thanksgiving, he receives favor. You do good to somebody and the person comes back to you, you can do good again. You receive favor when you thank God. And it says that and God acted because of the praise they had favor to increase. The favor to increase comes upon them that, that can praise him. May God cause us to increase. I say, may God cause us to increase. Let's please be on, on our feet. May God cause us to increase. May the grace to increase on every side come upon us. 
Whatever our hands find to do, may, may grace to increase come upon us. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice and just thank God. Thank God. We are just, uh, uh, just about to pray. Just thank God. Give God the praise. Give God the praise. We will pray for, for 15 minutes then we are done. Thank God. Thank God. Just thank God. For the weather has come. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We are going to thank God. I am going to give each and every of, of us five minutes. Let your mind recount the blessings of God, the goodness of God, the favor of God, the provision of God, the provision of God. The time that you knew that there was no way, but some way, somehow, God came through. Lift up your voice and thank God. Father, we give you praise. We give you praise for your healing. We give you praise, Lord, for your provision. We give you praise, Lord, for saving us. We thank you, Lord, for that safety on the road. We thank you, Lord, for that near death experience. We thank you in the name of Jesus. Oh God, we give you praise for sustaining our parents, for sustaining our families in the midst of this pandemic. Thank God for the job. Thank God for the job. You were unemployed for long, but some way, somehow, God came through. Thank God. Thank God that last year by now you were not married. But the mercy of God has made you married and also given you a child. Thank God. Thank God that you can wake up and see the faith of your children. Thank God. Thank God. I saw, I saw, I saw a news that the child wasn't growing for many years. Many years, 18 years, the child wasn't growing. Somewhere, somehow, the mercy of God. Your children can go to school. They can go to school. And they come back safe. God. We appreciate you. Appreciate God. Appreciate God. Appreciate God. Appreciate God. Thank God for your spouse. Thank God for your wife. Thank God for your husband. You may not have everything you are, you are asking for. But there are some things we have. Appreciate it. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I appreciate it for the rise of your income, rise in your income. Somewhere, somehow, last year you were not earning as much as you are, you are earning now. Thank him. Some of us must thank him for healing. Some of us must thank him for healing. Remember the time that God extended his hand and touched us. Appreciate God for his mercy. It's by the message of God we have not been consumed. Appreciate God for his mercy. Appreciate him for his mercy. In the name of Jesus. We give you all the praise. Just thank God. Just thank God. Appreciate it. We are thanking Him for His glory. Thank Him for the promotion that came to you this year. Just thank Him. Thank Him in the name of Jesus. We thank you, O God, that we have advanced in life. We have advanced, Lord. It might not be 
as far as we thought we would go, but we have gone further than where we were. Thank God. Thank God for the addition that has come into your life. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank the Lord. Your business is expanding. Thank you for that expansion. Thank you. Thank you. Let your heart open with thanksgiving. Appreciate God. Remember all his benefits. The psalmist said, remember his benefits. Thank God for his many blessings. Thank him. As you are thanking God, you are receiving a blessing. As you are thanking God, you are receiving a blessing that will be preserved. As you are thanking God, you are receiving a perfected blessing. As you are thanking God, your blessing is, is, is being multiplied. You are thanking God as, as a wife. You are going to Israel. You are thanking God as, as, as somebody working in the company. You are going to be promoted. You are going to increase. Thank God, just thank God. Thank God. It doesn't matter the, the, the bad news you have. There is still some good news you have heard. And for that matter, just thank God. The God of the mountain is the same God from the valley. Thank God. Thank God. Nobody has stayed in the valley all his life. Somewhere, somehow, there have been some mountain top experience. Thank God. You have you have seen the goodness of God in the land of the living. Thank God. You have seen the message of God in the land of the living. Thank God. Thank God that He has spared us. Thank God that He has not dealt with us according to our iniquities. Thank Him. That His, his message did not fail when He came to you. Thank God. That He caused He, he didn't cause the sun to smite by, by, by day, nor the moon by night. Thank God that He has preserved our souls. Even forevermore. Thank God. Thank God for his covering. Thank God for his covering. He said, You will drink you will drink poison, but it will not affect you. There are some foods, there are some places we went to buy food. We went to purchase food. Others had some food poison, but we were spared. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God for sparing us. Let this thank God for sparing us. Want to pray for five minutes? One of the blessings of thanksgiving and praise is that you cause the hand of God to invade your affairs. The man Jehoshaphat was faced with a lot of battle. He was. He was. He was just all around. I mean, he had a lot of enemies around him. They were all around him. Then he sent the singers to go up ahead. And the Bible said that, and the Lord caused chaos in the midst of them. So like five of them, two team up, fight each other. It's like a royal rumble. <laughs> then the last ones who stand and fight. And they, they, they beheld their enemies. Those who came against them, they beheld them from the top of the mountain. They looked down and saw them killing themselves. They came against them in one way, but they fled in seven ways. We are going to pray that God will take away every ungrateful heart, every heart of ingratitude, because these are the blessings 
that will come to the man who can praise God and can thank him. No matter the small thing, the, the, you see, we think that in, right in our hands is the five, uh, five loaves of bread and the two fishes. You think that what God has, has blessed you with is that. But you see, at, behind praise and thanksgiving is a lot of meals that can feed 5,000 people. Behind, behind praise, see, behind it, behind it. Pray and say, Lord, deliver us from every ungrateful heart. That on Sunday, as we come to praise you, Lord, we will invoke your hand and your power in our affairs. Lift up your voice and pray that, Lord, deliver us from every ungrateful heart. Every ungrateful heart. Every ungrateful heart. Gratitude prepares us for the next favor. Gratitude prepares a man for the next favor, to receive the next favor. Gratitude allows God to invade into the affairs of a man. No matter the battle a man is fighting, when the man is graceful, he can receive the hand of God Pray and say, Lord, take away every heart of, of ingratitude. Pray and say, Lord, give me a heart of gratitude. Pray. Wherever you are, if you are online, pray. Place your right hand on your chest and say, Lord, take away every ungrateful heart. Take away every, every ungrateful heart. And a heart that forgets your goodness. There is a heart that forgets good things. Pray and say, Lord, take it away from me. Take it away from me and give me a heart that remembers the little things you have done. The Bible said, and forget not all his benefits. Take away every heart that forgets your benefits. Take away every heart, Lord. As we come here on Sunday, as we come to worship, pray and say, Lord, give me a heart of gratitude. Take away every heart that doesn't praise you. The heart, a heavy heart that doesn't tell by, by praising and by thanking God, God intervened for, for Paul and Silas. Paul and Silas. Paul and Silas. Don't let one, one scene of, of evil cause you to forget the many things that God has done. When you walk in, in, in a life of because of the evil that has come your way. You are telling God that he is not enough. Say, Lord, take away every heart of ingratitude. Take away every heart that does not remember your message. The heart that does not remember your goodness. As I come here on Sunday, as you come here on Sunday, cause us to remember the many things you have done for us. Help me to remember. Every hand lifted up. Say, Lord, help me to remember. Please lift up your hands. Lift up your hands unto God. And the sound of my voice, lift up your hands. Say, Lord, help me to remember your goodness. It was God that made a way where there seemed to be no way. That one thing that has happened is not enough for us to be ungrateful. 
We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. Thank God for his blessing that is coming upon us. Sunday there will be a breakthrough. There will be a testimony for someone. It has even started from tonight. Breakthroughs are coming. Breakthroughs are coming. The blessing of God is coming down on Sunday. It is coming with a preservative. Thank giving as a preservative to your blessing. Your blessing will not be stolen. It will not get wasted. You will experience your blessing. Thank God that on Sunday, you are going to receive a perfected blessing. As we dance before God, as we sing praises before God, we are going to receive a perfected blessing. And thank God that God is ushering us into a place of a multiplied blessing. Everything at our disposal is going to increase. Our hearts will increase. Our blessings will increase. Our finances will increase. We are going to advance because of praise. We are going to advance because of thanksgiving. We are going to move to our next level because of thanksgiving. When a man thanks God, when, when a man praises God, God shift him. God will shift him into his next level. Appreciate God. Thank God. That Sunday we are going to see his blessing. We bless you, Jesus. Begin to tango, begin to tango. Just tango, just tango. Father, we thank you. Just thank God for, for, for an answered prayer. For an answered prayer. The Bible said, and David prayed. He prayed three times in the day, morning after the evening. But he praised God seven times in the day. He praised God so that God said, This is a man after my own heart. A man that can request, and I will run to attend. David knew the key to the heart of God. So he praised God seven times in the day, and he prayed unto him three times. So he caught the attention of God whenever he prays. Thank God that God, we, 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 we appreciate you for coming through for us. He said, be answered for nothing. But in all things, with prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. It means that envelop your prayer with thanksgiving. Close your prayer with thanksgiving. Surround your prayer with thanksgiving. And the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will keep your heart and Father, we give you praise. We bless your name. Please, every hand lift it up. We are so quick to ask you for things and so slow to thank you when you do them. We ask that you have mercy on us. Have mercy on us. And may the energy we use to request for things be multiplied when it's time to thank you. Because we know that behind praise and thanksgiving awaits a blessing that is preserved, a blessing that is perfected, and a blessing that is multiplied. We pray in the name of Jesus that you give us a grateful heart. A grateful heart. A grateful heart that as we come here on Sunday to engage in praise, singing of songs, of, and we come and dance before you, we will attract your kindness and we will sing out of a grateful heart not out of a heavy heart but out of a grateful heart teach us to Lord to be grateful 
because there is a blessing to increase upon any man that is found grateful. We give you all the praise. God is sending for the blessing. He's not going to wait for Sunday. Receive your blessing. Receive your preserved blessing. A, a seat that is preserved for you. Like David. Like David. The prophet waited until he came. Everybody was standing. We will not sit down until you receive your blessing. Amen. And that is the blessing that's coming to us. The blessing that has been preserved. The blessing that has been perfected. And the blessing that has been multiplied. Starting from this evening. Starting from this evening. A testimony is coming unto us. We are living here with a testimony. Because nobody will thank God and not have his thankful of his goodness. He will fill our tank with his goodness when we thank him. Receive the goodness of God. In that particular area you have been trusting God for. May the kindness of God be extended unto you. Amen. In that area. Amen. May the kindness of God. May it be said that God has truly been kind unto you. Amen. His loving kindness. A lot of us are yet to experience His loving kindness. May it be said that this one is highly loved and shown kindness to. Kindness. May God be kind unto us. Why? Because we, we praise and we thank Him. May we not forget all his benefits. No matter what has come our way, we are still benefited from the love of God and benefited from the goodness of God. Wherever you are, wave unto Jesus. Give him a wave. And clap your hands and give the Lord a mighty praise. Oh, clap your hands and give the Lord a mighty praise. Hallelujah. The message you just listened to is from ICGC Karis Temple. To connect with us, you can like our page on Facebook at ICGC Karis Temple or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ICGC Karis. We would like to hear of how God is blessing you through this podcast. To support this podcast, please click on the profile button and click on support. Thank you and God richly bless you.